Hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode 136 on Monday the 20th of June 2011. My name is Steve Layton and I'm not as tired as I was last week and I'm ready to um, As you can see there's a fair bit of building work going on at the moment here. Um, I did do a video just before the weekend which I will pop a link below um, which shows you the works today. Super excited about how this is going and super excited Kind of to move in and get going with it all, but go and watch that video. Um, I'm a bit mental on it as I am today. I seem to be a bit mental this week. So, anyway, right, we talk about coffee on this video cast, so um, let's talk about it. It's a coffee we've done in the past. Um, it's new crop, so it's just arrived. Um, it's an African, which is cool. Um, it's back for the second year. Um, really pleased to secure it because it's a very unusual lot. It's a little bit of a coup because this is everything that was available from the mill. It is a super, super small lot. Um, as I say, it's African uh, and it's from Ethiopia, which is the, the birthplace of coffee. Um, I kind of, Ethiopia for me, I, I love the pro, profiles that you can get from this country. Diverse, super high quality uh, and very specialty. Uh, there's always something a little bit holding them back, you know, for me, unlike Central South America, where they will kind of, they've grasped traceability and they really understand doing unique, interesting lots. Africa hasn't done that so much, but with this one, this is a unique, small, not very traceable, admittedly, but we know the mill, but a unique lot, um, which is very exciting as we, we don't have enough African coffees. Um, I get loads of emails from people asking why we don't have as much from this region as we do others. And the answer is simple. It, as I was saying, unique, interesting, small lots. We are working super hard. And in fact, this year we have more African lots than we've ever had. Um, once our Kenya's arrived, which is around about five weeks away, six weeks away, um, we're going to have like, a really good selection of Africans. So I, I'm very excited we're able to do that. So this comes from a co-op. Um, and what they've been doing is, is trying to find unusual ways to sell coffee. So for instance, Ogwa is one from this, uh, this cooperative, which is two different far, you know, regions coming together as a blend. They have this one, which is the, I haven't actually told you what it is, it's the Ethiopian Hurrah Golden Bean. So it's a naturally processed coffee, sun-dried, and the golden bean is hand-sorted from the coffee from what they think is a soil deficiency. So uh, a lack of zinc and iron in the soil makes this bean look quite different. I'm going to show you a picture of the green now and you'll see why it's so different. Um, and on the cupping table, it just tasted amazing. It was one of those stop in the tracks, kind of go, what's that? We'd like that very much. So in the cup, you get an intense blueberry fused with kind of like a blackberry, dark fruity kind of molasses um, with a little bit of... Get, try and get the shoulder going. A little bit of shoulder of natural. So the natural funk coming through. But don't confuse it with dirty because it ain't dirty. That's one thing it isn't. Um, it is a very, very clean cup. Uh, will suit espresso amazingly. Uh, works very well in the filter. Kind of multi-talented. Fits all, all of the holes kind of coffee. Um, very different to the other Ethiopians that we, we've got. So the Yergachev is quite different. Um, in, for, to this uh, and the Ogwa, although similar, quite quite a big variance for me. Uh, this is a a more exclusive coffee, if you like. It has a little bit more uh, 
unusual properties to it. So, some numbers. Um, farm, well, we don't know the farm, it's a cooperative based coffee again. Uh, the varietals are Longbury and Shortberry, uh, heirloom cultivars, which is just like we don't know. Uh, from the Dayadawa region, naturally processed, grown around about 1800 to 2500 metres apparently, but we'll say around about 2100 in reality. Um, from the region of Harar, exported by um, Moplico, um, and yeah, that's the coffee. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to whack it on pause, I'm going to trace all the way around to the other row street, I'm going to trace all the way back, and in that time, I'm going to whack it on pause for a little bit longer. I'm not really. I'm building it up here. So what I'm going to do is we have a new brewing guide coming out. Uh, I promised you last week uh, about the French Press Guide and that we're in the last final stages of. Well, it's done and you're going to be the first people to see it. I am going to whack it on the blog tomorrow, or maybe tonight, I don't know, but you're going to be the first to see it if you're watching in my mug first. So put that up first, then put the, uh, the, the French Press Guide up afterwards. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, love your feedback on it, and I'll be back in just a second. everybody and welcome to the fifth in the series of the Has Been Brewing Guide. My name is Stephen Layton and today we're going to be taking a look at the French Press or if you prefer the cafetiere. The French Press is the easiest and cheapest way to make great coffee. First of all you're going to need some things. A cafetiere, some coffee freshly roasted of course, a grinder, a kettle, some scales and if you'd bought these first time round, you'd be laughing by now. A timer, two spoons, and of course, a mug. Step one, boil the kettle. Step two, while the kettle is boiling, weigh out your coffee. Now I'm using an eight cup cafetiere, which brews around about 750 ml. So I'm gonna need 56 grams of coffee, but you work it out, 75 grams per litre. Step three, take the just off the boil water and warm the cafetiere. Step four, grind the coffee. You're looking for a coarse grit style of grind, much coarser than the other brewing methods we've done before. You want to feel lumps in between those fingers. Step five, pour away the water from the cafetiere and then place it on the scales. Add the coffee, check the weight and tear the scales again. Start your timer, then add 200ml of water, covering all the grinds, and leave this for 30 seconds. Step 6. After 30 seconds, stir the grinds and add the remaining 550ml to the brew, and leave for a further 4 minutes. Step 7. While you're waiting, add some hot water to your mug. Remember, cold cup, cold coffee. Step 8. Take one of the spoons and break the crust that's formed on top of the cafetiere, stirring it just the once. Then take the other spoon and remove what grinds you can that remain in the carafe. I've stole this idea from some rather clever coffee people, but if anyone asks, it's all my idea, okay? It does really help though, stopping the extraction carrying on and stop some of those bits getting in your cup. Step nine, put the plunger on top of the brewer and wait 10 to 15 seconds, just enough time to heat the spring so it expands a little. Step 10, plunge down and throw away the water that's been warm in your mug. Pour and enjoy. It won't keep long, so drink straight away or share it with a friend.
If you follow these simple steps, you really will get the best out of this bargain basement brewer, and the results can be really worth it. Thank you for watching this guide, and I really hope that you've enjoyed it too. I also hope that you'll take a look at some of the other brew guides that we've done. My name is Steve Layton, and remember, life is too short for bad coffee. Okay, so I'm back. I'm just gonna get the espresso. So just give it a stir. It's gonna be a little bit cool. I decided to do the espresso in the milk drinks because it's kind of what we do on this. So it's gonna be a little bit cooler, so after a load. Okay, so on the aromas, you can smell those black fruits. It is very cool now, but you just get that funky blueberry. Big mouth feel. Perhaps even more so because it's cool on getting that blueberry come through. A little bit of the blackberry, but just dark fruits and funk. Huge body, huge, huge body. So, onto the milk. The milk looked good before I took it outside. Okay, that cuts through the milk. Geez, do you get coffee come running through there. All those dark fruits. Big, again, mouthfeel. Very similar to the espresso. And now for my French press. I hope you enjoyed, ooh, slightly off camera there. Hope you enjoyed the French press video. Um, it's a little bit different. It's not quite what everybody else does, but it's my take. And just give you some method methodology of how I do these brew guides is I look at the brew guide, like the way I brew currently, and I go, okay, forget everything. Move all the parameters around, change the grams per litre, change the brew times, um, try different things that I think could be interesting to try, like the 30 seconds and giving it a stir, um, really seem to help, and, um, and yeah, and just putting it together. These are my brew methods, it doesn't mean it's right. In fact, because it's my brew method, it probably means it's wrong. But it is my personal take on it, and I hope that you give it a try. I'd love to hear your feedback. Some of you may hate it, some of you may love it. That's cool. We're allowed to do that, we're allowed to disagree. Um, but at least we're all discussing and thinking about it. So, oh, I managed to pour coffee on the floor. So, the cup mug this week is very kindly given to me by Paul, Paul Eagles, who is a great friend and great supporter of in my mug. Um, as kind of, I don't think me and Paul. And me and Paul have met very briefly though, only a couple of times, but I kind of speak of him as if he's a pal because I know him so well from Twitter. He is the loveliest guy and um, yeah, Paul thank you very very much for the mug, it is very very cool. Niagara Falls, Canada. I didn't even know Niagara Falls was in Canada, I thought it was America. Ugh! Okay, I've managed to pour coffee all over the floor so I'm going to pop it down there. I have some, <laughs> they're um, only what can be called floorboards that is my table for today, so. Okay, this is where this sings. This is this natural home for this coffee. Um, when I do my brew method, you know, they're my favourites at the end, this will definitely be my favourite way of drinking this coffee. It is full, and I mean full, of 
blueberries. They're all at the front end. Unlike the espresso and the cappuccino, there's a little... I'm going to keep... I'm, this shoulder's going to take off. Shoulder of cherry. And I get this real kind of like... Mm, uh, what, what they call it, you know when they're in like the uh, the false cherries you get in a cocktail like plastic, not false cherries but Maserano is it or is it or is he played for Liverpool um, basically those cocktail cherries you get the real cocktail cherry with it a big acidity now for a natural coffee the acidity is off the scale compared to what you would normally expect but in a good way and certainly not in a bad way super clean and I mean super clean. Um, that's one thing I noticed about this coffee last time, and definitely this time. Very, very clean finish to it. Um, I like this coffee a lot. Uh, only five bags, and as far as I am aware, I'm waiting to be proved wrong. We're the only people in the world that have got it. Certainly from this exporter, they had no more. And from what I know, they're the only people who do it. I could be wrong, so do take that with a tiny pinch of salt, but... Um, very excited to have this coffee, very excited for you guys to try it. It is a bit on the pricey side, so in my mug subscribers have got yet another good deal. Um, and I'm telling you something, if you're not in my mug subscriber at the moment, the next few weeks you really should be. I'm going to show you a photo now of a delivery we took yes on Friday, um, which is super exciting, lots of coffee on it. And um, some old favourites, and definitely next week's in my mug is going to be one of those coffees. Um, so yes, subscribe. In my mug testers, um, still looking for testers uh, for the desktop app. Uh, it runs on Adobe Air, so if you have TweetDeck, that runs on Adobe Air, and so you hope you'll have the platform there. We, I think we've got around about 15 people lined up, but we'd love some more, really just to put it through its paces. So please ping me an email if you would be interested. And uh, right, wrap up this coffee. Best brew method for me, definitely the brewed coffee. Quickly followed by, you know, it's a tie. I'm actually going to have a tie between the espresso and the cappuccino. It was lovely in both, but definitely shone more in the brewed. Um, three things you should know about this coffee. Uh, it's a naturally processed coffee. It's from the Harar region of Ethiopia. Um, from an export called uh, Moplaco. I always get it, I have problems pronouncing that. And it is long brewing short berry cultivars, which are very heirloom, very old um, coffees. So there we go, there's more than three. Um, okay, wrap up. Uh, thank you very much for joining me. As always, I hope you have gone and seen me in my roastery that I showed you the link for at the start. I hope you enjoyed the brew guide. And do remember, life is too short.